Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry and discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to Holly Rupert of Playboy. First of all today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. The Free Speech Coalition published on its blog last week an open letter from adult film producers and buyers in which they state their commitment not to produce content again until certain conditions are met. The letter cites the following conditions as prerequisites for the reestablishment of production. Film production is legally permitted under the phased reopening guidelines in the local and national jurisdictions where the production will occur. The Free Speech Coalition publishes production health and safety guidelines for sets during COVID, including guidelines for health screenings and testings. My company and any companies that produce content for it have adopted industry standards of safety protocols. Only when these three elements are in place and we are confident we have effectively minimalized risk for performers and crew in our community will we be able to resume production, the letter states. We are working to these goals as quickly as possible. The letter closes by stating, we're all in this together. The Free Speech Coalition is partnering with content-sharing platform Just for Fans for a special Zoom seminar on June 4th. The webinar's slated purpose is to help independent performers learn how to make money using the platform. The webinar, part of the FSC Inspire initiative, will feature a diverse array of models who have been successful on the platform, as well as Just for Fans owner, Dominic Ford. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. This week we're featuring a premium tube site. The owner originally bought a tube script, but revised it by adding the following. An option for premium videos on a pay-per-sale basis, multi-language functionality, tabs, banners in different sizes with the option to add keywords and view stats, a pop underscript, a pre-roll system to show pre-rolls on VR as well as 2D videos, an option so you can import embedded content in bulk from other tubes. The site has over 20,000 non-exclusive videos and trailers. It acts as an affiliate for all the studios and earns on a rev share or PPS model while sending traffic to those sites. The traffic is 90% direct and 10% affiliate. This is a great custom tube site for a company that already has traffic to send to the tube that they want to monetize. Everything is plug and play. This is an outstanding product for campsites, tubes, or any other site that wants to better monetize their traffic, and it's selling for only $125,000. Now time for this week's interview. Today on Adult Site Broker Talk, I'm talking to Holly Rupert, Associate Director of Subscriptions for Playboy. Holly, thanks for being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And great my job pleasure. on announcing my name, by the way. I did my best. Um, well, <laughs> I most certainly don't need to tell people what Playboy is. It's one of the most well-established and iconic brands in our industry. Founded, of course, by the legendary Hugh Hefner. When you go to Playboy.com these days, you see lots of articles from the magazine in a sort of blog format. Obviously, you see some Playboy bunnies, thank goodness, and a very impressive shop. 
Playboy TV has a new series called Uncovered featuring adult stars. There's also Instagram Live with Angela White and other playmates in addition to adult stars, other adult stars. And of course, there's Playboy's subscription site, Playboy Plus. Um, How's Playboy Plus doing these days, Holly? Uh, Really well. Um, You know, it was kind of a big change going from hardcore adult to uh, kind of just nude galleries. But Mm -hmm. uh, it surprised me, Bruce. It does really well. And we have a great loyal fan base of members. And Mm -hmm. the addition of adult stars has only helped sales at this point. Uh, But I I would. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think everybody's subscription sites are doing pretty well at this time, hopefully. I would think so. Uh, Yeah, people are stuck at home. Um, I also would think that going to more of a glamour look really fits Playboy's brand better, does it not? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's kind of the appeal for these larger adult stars because they're, you know, the women are beautiful. You know, if you oh, look yeah. at women like Angela White or, or Elsa or, or Bella, they're absolutely stunning girls. And they haven't mm-hmm. really been shot in kind of this glamour style. So mm-hmm. I think that's the appeal for them. Besides working with an iconic brand like Playboy, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest appeals for working with us. Yeah, so you mentioned Elsa. So what is this I hear about you and Elsa? <laughs> um, we're just friends. It's interesting, though. We st- we became really close when I was working at Hustler, and, and we started posting pictures, and automatically people assumed that we were dating. Hmm, and hmm. I'm like, okay, yes, I am gay, but I don't date every single woman in the universe. Um, not hmm. that I, I mean, Elsa's beautiful. If I could date someone like that, you know. But we're just really close friends. I'm hmm, I'm kind of hmm. like a mama bear to all of the girls, to be honest. Oh. Very nice. So what else does Playboy have going on these days? Um, We have a very large licensing business that we do, um, which, of course, is how we make most of our our money by legitimate Playboy. I should say legitimate Playboy items. Hmm. Um, Licensing the bunny rabbit head has been one of our biggest breadwinners. We are big in China. We're doing some stuff in India. Um, Hmm. We have collabs with Miska. It. We um, have purchased a company called Yandy, uh, so that that's doing really well. And what what, what company is that? Yandy, Y A N D Y, Yandy.com. Okay. Uh, oh they, yeah. They have like yeah, they have lingerie, costumes, and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Uh, so that's doing really well as well. So we got a lot going on over here. It's I, I think I'm more busy working from home than I was at the office. It's a weird wow. thing. <laughs> you know? You get you get more done. Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, you, it's But it's meeting after meeting after meeting, which is great. You know, I'm certainly not complaining. I have a job. I'm employed. I'm healthy. So, knock on wood. Thank God. Thank God for all of that. Um, how, how's the, the whole lockdown thing treating you? Um, you know, during the day, it's, I find it to be really easy. Cause like I said, we have Playboy is keeping me very, very busy. Um, we are kind of incorporating the adult women into a lot of our, our different, um, offerings like misguided. And we're, so it keeps me really on my toes. 
come mm-hmm. six, seven o'clock, it's that's when it gets a little hard for me. And then I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. now what do I do? <laughs> you know. But I, I I have enough food, so far I have enough toilet paper, so <laughs> I'm healthy. I, I can't complain. <laughs> then don't. Um, so, so, you know, I, I had the, the real pleasure and thank you again for this of touring your offices in January at the Expos show. And, um, that was, that was really cool. That was the best part of the trip. Uh, the best part of the trip was certainly not going Aww. to Vegas. That's for sure. Um, oh. and let's not even <laughs> talk about that. That was awful. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, it's a necessary <laughs> evil, I guess. Um, and uh, you guys gave a great tour. Uh, I was just blown away by all of um, Hugh's uh, art in the in the offices. That's just got to be cool to come to work to every day. When, when you, work, oh, when you were going to work there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean... I sometimes wonder if some of the younger kids can appreciate. I mean, you're talking about art, mm-hmm. original Warhols and Matisse's yeah. and Femlins. Yeah. It's just, and mm-hmm. then I give the tour to people like you who are in the industry and to the adult stars that come in. And I'm always like so proud of it. It's just a beautiful mm-hmm. collection. We'll do it again, by the way, in January. So I hope you come again. I'm going to be there. In fact, I was talking to a guy yesterday who has a business in the UK. Uh, he deals in vintage, uh, vintage uh, magazines, vintage adult magazines. And I told him you ought to come out for that if they, especially if you guys are going to do that tour again. So that's it's interesting. Yeah, we you will mention that. Okay, great. I'll be back. Maybe I'll let you give um, it this time, Bruce. What's that? Maybe I'll let you give it. You were really, because you knew a lot of it. I mean, you're a very intelligent man. We all know this, but you knew a lot Thank of the you. art as it was. Well, I'm old. It might be good to have- <laughs> I would say you're intelligent. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, look, I certainly know Hugh Hefner. I used to have uh, the Playboy magazine stuffed uh, in Sports Illustrated covers in my closet. Uh, My mom only only found my cash once, you know, but then I had to restock it. Anyway, so (laughs) what, what kind of lasting legacy did Hugh leave at Playboy? Oh, oh boy. I mean, you still feel his presence. You were there at the office. You mm-hmm. still feel his presence when you when you come in the door. Um, do. Mr. Hefner was very, and we don't have to call him Mr. Hefner. I just do. Um, he was very respectful of women. Yes, um, and he was. Very, he made sure that every single woman was comfortable. Mm-hmm. We still, we still believe in that. Um, he was all about gay rights. We mm-hmm. sponsor gay pride in his legacy. I mean, there's so many things. Um, mm-hmm. We celebrate his birthday still. Um, mm-hmm. I know his son pretty well, um, mm-hmm. Cooper. It's Cooper is the spinning image of Hugh Hefner. It's I've insane. Seen him, yeah. I know. It looks just like him. Mm. But yeah, I, you can still feel him when you walk in the building from the art. I mean, it's almost like his ghost lives there. I, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I could feel it for sure. Yeah. Um, you were at Hustler for a long time. Why did you leave? Obviously, the opportunity to Playboy, but why else did you leave? Um, you know, Mr. Uh, you, you do have to call Mr. Flint, Mr. Flint. Uh, Mr. Yes. Flint uh, was kind of going in a 
different direction. My background is affiliates and, and models and content. And, mm -hmm. you know, he was seeing more of his kind of retail brick and mortar stores doing really well, uh, which mm -hmm. they do for him. And then his mm -hmm. two casinos. Uh, um, so kind of getting less further away from the adult part of it. Got it. And that's kind of my, like, I, I love that part of the industry. So when Playboy sure. came knocking and said, hey, we need someone that knows people in the industry. Would you be interested? I couldn't say no. I don't think many right. people would. Ugh. No, when I heard you went there, I was like, hooray, that's great. Um, well, so, so tell me more about what you do at Playboy. Um, so my title is, is one of those corporate titles that people are like, what? Um, yeah, that's what I, I said. I do everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you were probably. Um, everything from marketing to uh, picking out the girl, the adult girls that we mm -hmm. use on Playboy Plus, because we, we do use non-adult girls. But mm. the, the girls that you've been seeing, like Elsa or, or Anna Fox or Abella or Riley Reed, that was all me. Um, then I, I work with other parts of the company, uh, like helping them get influencers. So sales marketing, affiliates somewhat, although the affiliate mm -hmm. market, as you know, isn't as big anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and luckily, we're our own best affiliate, so that doesn't take up too much of my time. Got it. Okay. What are you most proud about in your career so far? Uh, I, I'm really, really proud of the work that we're doing with the adult women at Playboy. When I came mm -hmm. on about a year ago, they weren't working with adult women. And they, it's not that they didn't want to. I shouldn't say they didn't want to. but no, they, no, they, Maybe, maybe we way. should clarify adult women. We're talking about uh, people that work in porn, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, porn stars. Yes. yes. They... You. Yeah, right. Because people are like, adult women. That, that's a good that's that was good. Uh kind so the porn kind of redundant somewhat, them. but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, you're right. Um so they weren't working with porn stars, and then mm -hmm. I said, Hey, I, I would really like to try this. No brainer mm -hmm. there, you know, add a really, really popular porn star to a subscription site. Right. Um and now they're just we're incorporating them everywhere. So I'm super proud mm. of that. That's awesome. It's worked out really well. Yeah. 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 I'm real. I'm super happy about it. I'm, I, I mean, I couldn't be more proud and what a, what a bunch of wonderful women that we do work with. Yeah. Wow. You've got quite a roster there. So you did that, huh? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, it wasn't like a, a genius or anything. It just Playboy well, didn't have the Rolodex that I have, and they didn't. They it was just off of their radar. So yeah. when I when I brought Elsa Jean in for the famous tour that you took, they were like, "Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, we get it. Let's shoot her." So she was the first one we did, and then mm. it just kept snowballing. And then it was Anna Fox, awesome. and then Riley Reed and Abella. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Okay, so who do you admire an adult? Uh, of course, besides myself. <laughs> I was going to say that. You took oh, I know. I know. Kidding. Uh, there are so many people um, mm -hmm. on the business business besides yourself. 
Uh, I think Bella <laughs> French is doing a wonderful job. Yes. Um, and she's perfectly lovely and very humble. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm proud to call her a friend. I think uh, Alec is a wonderful man at XBiz. You know, mm-hmm. he stays very humble, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really like what they're doing with XBiz, where they're incorporating more of the porn stars into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, those, are the, those are the two that pop. I'm sure there's more, but those are the two that came to mind first. Yeah, it's it's funny. I did an interview uh, for an XBiz article on our company uh, not too long ago, and they asked me, uh, you know, who do I admire? And I gave a list, and then I said, I know I'm forgetting some people, and of course, I'd like to thank the little people, the midgets. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the midgets the midgets part didn't get into the article. I, I gave Stephen uh, over there a bad time about that. He says, "Hey, man, I didn't cut it out. I thought that was hilarious." So anyway, I, yeah. I guess they were trying. I guess they were trying to be politically to be, correct, right? For all the midgets that are reading expos, you never know. Right? Hey, I'm sure there's many. No, but you know, at, at the Academy Awards, they always go. I'd like to thank the little people. So I said, the little people, the midgets. <laughs> so anyway, so tell me, Holly, what do you think yes, of sir. award shows? Oh, um, that's a good question. You know, I get it. I, I think people should be re- rewarded for their work. Um, but it seems to me that the same people win all the time at, at both award shows. I'm yes. not singling out. I, but I can pretty much say, oh, uh, uh, that time for Breed Mills, who is a good friend, will win. Mm. Angela White, who is another good friend, will win. Um, mm. pr- probably Bella French. will. Win. It's just the same people winning every year. Well, and the uh, same com- and the same com- the same companies on the B two B side too. Yeah, and the same, you know. So, I, I don't mean, God love, I God really love, God love Brad from Mojo Host. But I mean, how many offices does he need to to get to keep all his trophies? You know. Yeah, yeah, and then some of the people that like, um, and this is no offense to anybody, but uh, some of the people that won the executive awards, people were like, "Who is that?" You know, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they're chosen, and I, you know, I'm not saying anything bad, but I kind of wish there was a way that we could do it that spread the love. Like, if someone's having a really, really good year, that person mm-hmm. should probably win the award. You know, I agree. not the same people every year. I've got <laughs> a, uh, I've got an article on my on the uh, marketing side. I don't know if you see my newsletters, and the I article, have. yeah, the. Um, the title is Nobody Cares About Your Stinking Award. I'm sure you enjoyed that one. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, look at um, Greg Lansky. He won like every single award, right? And then yeah. now he's not even in the industry. So yeah, now we're well, going to find a new, new Greg Lansky to win. There you go. So what would you change <laughs> about what would you change about award shows? Um. I guess I would maybe add, I mean, it's hard to say, right? If you think about it, all awards are kind of like, like leading up to the Oscars, for example, people kept talking about Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, boom, he wins an award. Uh So that was kind of, you know, all awards, whether they're adult industry or mainstream, I think are kind of skewed a certain way. It would Uh be good to have like an outside 
party that had absolutely no interest. They don't know Holly from Playboy. They don't know you. They don't know Bella French. They counted mm -hmm. the things. Okay, this is the actual winner. Done. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. What, I mean, how would you change it? What, what do you think? Well, sadly, and this doesn't go for all award shows, but I think it goes for um, most of them, like all but maybe one or two. Award shows, I think, tend to be two things. One, they magically end up getting won by the biggest sponsors of the platform. And I'm think I'm <laughs> right. thinking of the I'm thinking of the B2B side. And then I also think they're popularity contests. Okay. Who's the uh, you know, who who's the person who everybody likes and everybody hangs out with? And right. It gets to the point where I don't even like to vote in them anymore because it's right. just like, what's the point? We know we know what the end result's going to be. Uh, that's one of the reasons I don't go to them, by the way. I, I'm proud to say I've never been to an award show in adult. Um, when people ask, are you going to the award show tonight? I go, no, it's against my religion. But um, <laughs> You uh, deserve an award for that, actually. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. I'd like to like, I like to thank the little people. Um, so, and I also proud to say I've never won an award. So, um, which it's neither here nor there. What's, what's new over at Playboy? What is, uh, what, what is happening there that you're, what's new? What are you excited about? What's coming up? Uh, you mentioned in your intro that we were working on a new show called uncovered um we yes. shot our we were we were going to continue to shoot but sadly this whole covid thing happened um it's a really yeah. great kind of series we're doing for playboy.tv where mm -hmm. it's adult stars but it's they're not just you know fucking and then that's it uh, <laughs> i feel like people really want to get, get to know these women they mm -hmm. want to know what they're like what is their life like what you know what are their interests Mm -hmm. And so this kind of gives them a little snapshot of that. Like Elsa is really into cooking. So we, she did a little cooking hmm. thing for us. And, nice. you know, then she gets into the hotter kind of solo scene. Uh, right. And I just think it's going to be great. And all of the fans will eat it up. Because, as you know, these women have massive fan bases. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Massive. Yeah, and and they're and the the uh, um, the surfers they want to get to know people, um, and as as we know, a lot of these guys totally fall in love with these stars. Oh God, you can't even imagine how many men I get asking me on. Well, I I did get one of my the first original Instagram deleted, so now mm -hmm. I, I had to start all over again. But they're finding me again. Um, mm -hmm. These Elsa fans and. These other fans. Oh, how can I meet Angela White? You, you can't. You know her. No, sorry. Hey, can you give me? Yeah. Maybe you'll run. <laughs> maybe you'll run into her at the supermarket. Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Can you give? Can I uh, have her phone? They actually asked me for their phone numbers. Sure. Here you go. One eight hundred. Yes. Yeah. Well, we I don't. don't know. We don't. I mean, look, Holly. We don't have to. Uh, we don't have to uh, speculate about the stupidity uh, in the United States. Just just look at Washington. So anyway. <laughs> uh, touche, my friend. Touche. 
<laughs> how did you how did you get into this crazy business, by the way? Uh, I moved out to California from Boston over mm. 20 years ago. And mm-hmm. I, I was looking for a job. And I had a friend and he said, oh, I'm selling ads for this gay rag. Um, and it was a great gay rag. It was in every single like gay um, nightclub and bathhouse, and it was called Cyber Socket, owned by Morgan and Tim. And they hired. I met Morgan, and we kind of fell in love as gay people do. And um, they hired me right away, and I started selling ads. And we found out quickly that all of the people that had money were the adult uh, websites. So we sold to mm-hmm. Naked Sword. You know, Falcon at the time, Raging Stallion, mm-hmm. all the big, huge gay brands. And then it just sure. kind of snowballed from there. But I got my, my start on the gay side. And were you, uh, how, how long were you there? Uh, oh, God. Jesus. I think I was there for like eight, eight years or something. Uh, I, I, think that's where, I think that's where we first met, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh-huh. you came to one of the cyber socket parties. Oh, of course. Um, um, Legendary. I think at Phoenix Forum. It might have mm. been the Phoenix Forum. Of course. Of course. That was That's my favorite song, show. I'm so sad. I know. Can someone else do that show, do you think? There's been speculation. At that hotel, though. There's been speculation. I've even thought of taking it on. We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. Oh, let's start right? having let's start having physical shows again, and then we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I've only I've only heard I've only heard speculation, but who knows? It could be back in twenty twenty one. That would be nice. It would be really yeah, really would. nice. I thought it was the best domestic show by a good margin. Yeah, yeah. You know what was great about that show is the size of it. Like if oh, I yeah, need yeah, to yeah. meet you. I didn't have to wonder, oh, are you staying at the Bellagio? Or are you staying at the Luxor? Where are you? You know what I mean? Because not everybody I never stayed, stays at the but I never stayed. But I never stayed there, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, did, so you did have to wonder, because I always got there early for baseball, and I was always staying someplace else. But, yeah, I love the hotel, <laughs> but it's – love the hotel, but for a three-star hotel, I'm not paying 300 bucks a night. Forget it. Oh, I know. Anyway. Th- that is a good point. <laughs> I'm still a Jew. I'm still a Jew at heart, okay? I'm not going to overpay for something. So, yeah. But but if bacon's on sale, watch out. Um. <laughs> you have to admit, though, that great snack station. Remember the snack stations? Oh, the best. In the middle? The best. <laughs> my God. I mean, Haagen-Dazs and... Uh, yeah. Oh my lord! I used and, to know, see it, people filling up their bags with the snacks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, oh, okay. of course. And and That's if you wanted, point. if you wanted to meet people, you just camped out in there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would, I yeah. would be making coffee, and I'd meet ten people. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those were the good old days. Well, the courtyard, the courtyard, and everything was great. I mean, the hotel had a perfect layout. That's what I think really made that show. That and the people at at CC Bill worked their butts off to make it happen. Kathy, yeah. oh, God, and what a they're all gone. I think. I mean, Gary's gone. All of them. Well, Gary's gone. I think Kathy's still there. Hey, it could it could very well come back next year. I hope it does. I really hope it does. I think Let's I think Ron just. What's that? I said, let's knock on wood. 
Yeah, okay. Knock, knock. Um, it does. Uh, I love that show. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think Ron decided that with the effort his, uh, his company was putting into it, that it wasn't really bringing back what they what they uh, they needed it to. And uh, I think it just became a business decision. So, yeah. <sighs> what are you going to do? So overall, how long have back to the interview? So overall, how long? Because you and I can bullshit forever. How how long have you been in it? How long have you been an adult overall? Oh God, over twenty years, maybe twenty two, twenty three. I know I only look twenty one, Bruce, but you know. I was going to ask you about that, Holly. (laughs) I'm fifty one. I just turned fifty one on April sixth in quarantine. Next Happy year, birthday. you'll come out for my birthday, though, because I do a I big will. bash where I invite okay. everybody. Oh, okay. I'm in. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm normally in Arizona or California at about that point, so I would be happy to. Yay! Good. Okay. Yeah. Don't even have to make the long trip. Um. Well, my dear Holly, it's. I'm so glad to have had you today on Adult Safe Broker Talk. And I really hope we can do this again. Yes, thank you so much. It's a pleasure talking to you as well. Thank you. My broker tip today is part three of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Find new ways to monetize your site, such as sell advertising. If you've got a free site like a tube, that's the best way to monetize it, along obviously with joining affiliate programs. If you have a tube, another way to make more money is to sell premium memberships. Offer free users one level of content, and for premium users, you can do things like give them higher quality, longer videos, or both. You can also make the site ad-free for premium members. Start an affiliate program. If you have a pay site especially, this is a great way to increase your quality traffic and get more joins. With all sites, you can figure out other upgrades and products you can sell to your users. Pay sites can also sell pay-per-view, where people have the option of paying by the scene for content they can't get on the site. This is also another way to charge users as opposed to a monthly fee. Sell them other products like toys and novelties. Market your business. Do things to improve your search engine results like SEO. There are some great SEO consultants out there who can help you get higher search rankings in Google. If you want some recommendations, contact us on our site. List all of the benefits on your site in your marketing and how they affect the user. And of course, hire a great marketing consulting firm such as Adult B2B Marketing, which we also happen to own. Eliminate unneeded expenses. Constantly make sure you're not spending money you don't need to. Make sure there isn't duplication in your staffing. From time to time, check services you pay for like hosting and see if there are better and less expensive options. Take it from me, I've done this and saved a bunch, plus got higher quality hosting in the process. Again, ask us for recommendations. Always look for ways to do things more cost effectively. Along with this, make your profit and loss statement show more profit. Increasing sales and reducing expenses obviously does just that, but make sure your P&L statement accurately reflects your company's actual costs, not a bunch of personal expenses you put in. This will cost you money when you sell. 
It may help you with the tax man to put that stuff on your tax return, but it hurts you if you show that stuff on your profit and loss statement. Remember, every dollar in profit increases the value of your website as much as three or four times. This is why you need a good, experienced broker to help lead you through the process. We've gotten people thousands of dollars more on their sale just by adjusting the P&L statement to reflect actual business expenses as opposed to a bunch of BS. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week we'll be talking to Dan Leal, a.k.a. Porno Dan of Immoral Productions. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Holly Rupert. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.